Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 602 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. On this fantastic feel-good first respond to Friday, get your feet on the floor. Jumpstart your day. Enough with your alliteration. Damn, headsets. Fantastic feel-good Friday. First responder Friday. First responder Friday. You, Rob. <laughs> How about, how about here's another one? <laughs> Fix your headphones. I just did. <laughs> oh, I think I'm still drooling from my sleep. I think me too. I'm just like, man. That's, that's, that's good right. to know. Mm. Jeremy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even light out yet, man. It's, it's, please? It's not even light out. You can't even see please. anything. Please. I'll get it in a second. Wow. It's not even light out. Jesus, I just sat down. <laughs> <laughs> just sat down. <laughs> now he's making stuff up. <laughs> so, so let me let me get this straight, Jeremy. So when you got out of your car this morning, you said goal number one to be as much of a Richard to Rob as I can. Go ahead and check that box. It was on to goal number two. Well, that was right such a the- husband wife thing. <laughs> Do me a favor. I just sat down. <laughs> I feel like you've had this fight before. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you spend your evening? I guess it's kind of obvious. Well, I watched a lot of Upper baseball. Room. Yeah, I watched a lot of baseball yesterday. Um, you know, like the I, I like it when we have the the afternoon game and then the night game. And the afternoon game, even though it wasn't a lot of scoring, turned out to be a lot of fun with some uh, interesting decisions made by I, managers. I like the game to be a little bit more afternoonier. Yeah, well, I get you. I like two o'clock, three o'clock. I do too. Five o'clock. Five o'clock felt like I was waiting around for the game Too to long. start. Yeah, um, but yeah, so like watch a lot of that. A little bit of the football game. I really didn't care as much about it as I did the baseball games. Um, Why well, was I the only one intrigued by that game last night? I don't know. Was Probably because you're the only one that got it right. Maybe you get more intrigued when you get it right. <laughs> no, I just thought it would be what it was. I mean, not a thirty-one twenty-four game, but I thought it would be a close game. You did tell me you thought their tight end would drop a touchdown that could tie the I game. I told you that. I he told you yesterday. I don't know why you didn't believe me. You should put. Is there a prop for that? I think so. <laughs> I haven't told you he would be having his head yeah. in his palms on the sidelines. He's crying. Poor guy. The poor guy. Poor guy. Subtle. Yeah. Catch the ball. Ed, how you spend your evening? Pretty much the same way. I just the only productive thing I did yesterday was go to the gym. But other than that, I'm just going through whatever. Send up watching. I watched the baseball game, then the football game. I was so tired, I, I couldn't keep my eyes open. Like I was dozing off at seven thirty. Ridiculous. Mm. So I stayed up for a little bit of football game. Then I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I just went to bed. Like, I went to uh, Bethesda yesterday to Porsche Bethesda Pathfinders for Autism through an event, the bourbon event, and a silent auction. I bid on two things 
this one dude, man. We had they had this new thing where you bid on your phone now. You don't write down anymore. Oh. So naturally, I'm I'm there mingling, and I saw with two minutes left at eight twenty eight, someone outbid me for one of the things, and I never saw it. Oh. I never saw it. He did, I mean, he waited for the right time, and uh, outbid. I got one. I got a, a basket with um, huge Angels Envy uh-huh. and a huge Casamigo um, Reposado. Oh, really? And two uh, rock rocks glasses. That's a nice. But gift. I also bid on another basket that had, I want to say, five different bottles of bourbon in it. Mm-hmm. That's the one I really, really wanted, and he outbid me for it. Same guy? I don't know what you mean, same guy. You said he outbid me for it, too. I thought you meant the guy outbid twice. I got one. Oh, you got the, uh, I got you. I got one. Yeah. I got the, the uh, Casamigo and, uh, and the Angels Envy. I got that one. Right. Not like it, because like, you, you sit there, once they, they'll tell you on the phone you won, put in your card information, take it, take it home with you. That's cool. It's that simple, yeah. yeah. I like it. I wanted both of them, though, man. It's it's it was a great event, um, right there in the Porsche place. Now none of us are buying a Porsche, <laughs> but it was just great to have it there. <laughs> Food was great, music was great. These two ladies sang acoustic. Uh, one played acoustic guitar, the other one sang. They were amazing. Don't remember their names. Don't ask me. Um, it was just a great event. Pathfinders. Thanks for getting their names for it. That was a great. Oh, like, was a Pathfinders event. Yeah, Pathfinders ah. event. Raising money for uh, people on the spectrum in the autism yeah. community. Rob, what if we wanted to check out these two amazing young ladies? We don't even know their damn names. I'll text okay. Katie Ramirez and say, "What's their names?" Okay. I got an answer. Okay. And even if I don't, I'll make it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess it works out either way. Well, either way, you're going to hear something. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a great – it's just – I think, I think Jeremy, there are lots of people who do things for for uh, uh, for people. Mm-hmm. I, I just think – I don't know – I challenge anybody to tell me somebody who does it better than Pathfinders. I'm not saying it does it as well. I think there yeah. are people who do it as well. But do it better than – they're just top-notch, man. It's funny because, like, B.J. Surhoff, you know, he just – he used to be known as the surly baseball player. And now I know him as one of the most giving people that I've ever met in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He was this surly yeah. surly baseball player. You know, you don't know whether you want to talk to him or not. But and you know, now he's one of the most giving people that I've ever come across in my life. There is something to be said, though, about, like, you know, and I know it's it's trivial and you hear it all the time or see these things on social media right. where it's like – be nice to everyone because you don't know what somebody's going through. You don't. And you don't on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. You know, it's just. He and his wife, Polly, have put together something just amazing with amazing people who work for him and work around him. It's, it's, uh, it's extraordinary. He's, <laughs> he is very serious sometimes. He is. One time at the Capitol Grill downtown, <clears throat> I was at the bar, and I find out he's there with his wife for their anniversary. So, of course, what do I do? Just <laughs> with Joe. I leave the bar. I find him in the restaurant. I literally, without him seeing from behind, I jump in the booth next to him. I'm like, hey, how you guys doing? Because <laughs> I was a little tipsy. A couple of cups in. Oh, yeah. so you, you were you were in your Syracuse. Oh, wait, Sarasota. <laughs> yes, I got you. And he's he's looking at me like, hey. <laughs> yeah, that's. And, but but you say that and now, like knowing him on this side of it. 
you know, he jokes around. He, he talks a lot. He actually oh, talks a lot. Guy, and loves yeah. talking baseball. Loves talking Loves baseball. talking Rangers hockey. Yeah, he does. He's not with me. <laughs> He'll learn, and, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let him talk some more. But right now, he's not ready right now. You know, I'll, I'll school him. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Good morning, folks. It's Friday. For those of you that, that means something too, I remember, though the baseball season Friday means nothing to me because it just means I got a weekend series, but now this time of the year does. So for those of you, our first responders who've been up all night, we hope we're keeping you uh, to those final hours before you go home and uh, get some rest. College football at 645. We're looking at some college football, but on the other side, if the Ravens offense struggle again, are you ready to fully raise the alarm? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. I'm looking for the button. Where is the alarm? Right is here. that downtown in the city when we raise it? Right here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Storming the castle with the Big Bad Morning Show. Brought to you by Life Med Institute. Guys, regain confidence and performance in the bedroom with RevWave Therapy at Life Med Institute. RevWave is a revolutionary non-invasive ED treatment. Call 410-575-1200 or lifemedinstitute.com to find out more. 1057 The Fan. We've been inconsistent, up and downs. We've been showing glimpses of what we could be, and we've been showing where it's like, what we've been doing, you know, like what offense went. Um, we just got to be more consistent when we're doing good and, you know, driving the ball down the field and scoring points. See, these are weird, weird numbers. Uh, and Ravens had the ball nearly 36 minutes on Sunday to 24 by the Titans. The Ravens ran 70 plays to 46 by the Titans. They outgained them 360 to 233. But yet it was a close game at the end because the Ravens did not score. They scored bupkis in the third quarter. Nothing, once again. And it's like all these stats and all these things you're looking at the end of the game mean nothing. 360 to 233 in total yards. Passing yards, 221 to 104. Uh, Rushing yards were fairly even, 139 to 129. Um, one, One out of six. The teams could buy for two for ten in the red zone. Yeah. They had the ball for almost 36 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it totally dominated, you know, the stats. Just didn't look like it. Then the red zone, the red zone, like, impotence was terrible. 
They had nine field goals kicked in the game between the two teams. Yeah. Nine. I mean, that's it's bad football. And and again, as I stated numerous times, these weren't 45 and 48-yard field goals. No. These were 20-yard field goals, 23 yards. You know, you're you're right there. You're you're ready to score and extra points along. Yeah. And so like when you watch the game on Sunday, even the the Titans first drive was uh flag induced, right? Like yeah. two big flags that set them up to for them to get their score. Yeah. Um it's just been like you know, I heard Todd Munkin talk about it and maybe it is more of an execution thing. It's just getting time in this offense, but uh it felt like they were just ultra ultra conservative in London. I agree with you. Um very conservative. And I don't know whether conservative was the game plan or something they did because of something he saw during the game, but very conservative. Uh, Ed, if this team looks this way, struggles on offense at home against the Lions, number one, they'll lose the game. Yeah. But will you begin to be a little alarmed about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if they if they lose to the Lions, it's better. But if they look bad, you know, that they just couldn't do anything, I'd be, I'm going to be really concerned. Um, I just... I just say it. They're good. They're still, you know, top of the division. They're four and two. I get it. Um, but you got a lot of tough games down the road, man. And this is the first one. This is the best opponent they've played this year. You know, and then they get the Seahawks, they get the Browns, the Bengals, the Chargers, the Rams, the Jaguars, the 49ers, the Dolphins. I mean, those are good teams. Ed, they're four and two, but they're the Minnesota yeah. Twins, four and two. And the team that's in first place, yeah. you know, they ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? That, that's what they are. They're the team in first place, but right now, as it looks right now, they don't like they're going anywhere in their first place. You want them to be a little more dominant, four and two. Jeremy, will you sound the alarm a little bit if this team struggles? No, I, look, I, I, I still think they're fine. I, you know, you, you feel like you should be dominating this division, and in essence, you're only in first place because the Steelers had a bye last week. You know, it's, it's weird uh, the way that things have gone this year. I was yeah. Just, I was talking to a radio host in Pittsburgh, and you know, I said the team should be six and zero, and he's like, "Yeah, they should be." You know, even looking back at the Steelers game, when you think back at the Colts, and how differently would we look at this Lions Ravens game? I know we have two first place teams, but how different would we look if the Ravens were the last undefeated team? Yeah, you know, like it, it's, and and they very easily could be that. It's not like we're not sitting here being homers, going, "Oh, if this had happened, if that had happened," they had everything in their control. But Jeremy, the reason why they're not undefeated is because of the struggles that we talk about. Yeah, getting getting too conservative and all those things. This is not, and that's the thing about it. Like, like this is not new. I mean, the things that we're seeing right now from this from this football team, they aren't new. They're things that we've seen before. They the same complaints over and over, and that's to me that's the frustrating part. The yeah. same complaints over and over, year in year out, by this football team. And once again, oh, by the way, you know how many points they scored in the third quarter against Pittsburgh? None. Same thing they did last week. No points in the fourth quarter against a third quarter against Pittsburgh. You know, it's it's always the same. It almost feels like they just in the second half come out and look at that clock and just keep watching it tick, going, okay, that's a good thing. And they're not wrong that having, you know, the clock is your your friend at that point. Oh my gosh. Have they scored in the third quarter this year? They scored none against the Browns. <laughs> I think they've scored in the third quarter this year. They they had to against the Texans, right? I mean, they pulled away in the second half. Yeah, they, they scored 15 against the Texans. In yeah, the 15? All right. Yeah. So, it's just, like, it, it's a matter, too, of you're installing a new offense. You're coming into a new season. You didn't do anything in the preseason with it except practice, which I'm I'm still fine with. Um, but other times, you know, we can sit here and talk about execution. You can call any play you want. 
And if you execute it, you're hoping it goes for positive yards. But, like, let's be honest. If you become – it's the same thing as when we talk about pitching. If I know the fastball's coming, when I'm in a pitcher's count – or a hitter's count, excuse me, I, I have a better idea of, of figuring out what's coming next. When it's a pitcher's count and it's 1-2, now I'm now i got to protect. And the same thing in these games. Like, we you can call them whatever play you want, and it could work out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're being this – Basic. I mean, like when you know it's, oh, they're going to run it up the middle again. Oh, this is another run up the middle. Oh, where's Patrick Ricard going? Following him because that's where the ball's definitely going on this play. I mean, that's how it's felt. So in six games this year, they scored 29 points in the third quarter. They haven't scored in the third quarter the last three games. I mean, that's coming out of the halftime, like you said. Are you prepared? And there are teams the that defers team a lot, too. Are you, are you a team that, that that other teams are more prepared than you in the second half? When the Ravens win the toss, they defer. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. I am officially going to sound the alarm if we see the same struggles this week that we saw last week. Where is the alarm? Especially, especially in uh, – um, in the red zone. You should know. You should hear it before the rest Fort of Fort McHenry? <laughs> they steal my bell? Yeah. The Bruma Seltzer Tower. <laughs> oh, there's, there you go. I didn't know if Rob was going to get on a horse and say, you know, just like the British were coming, just ride around Baltimore and let everybody know that that's the alarm sounding that the Ravens Me and offense. my horse in a can of beer. Yeah. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> might take you out if you start doing that around Baltimore. <laughs> on a horse? Yeah. <laughs> Man, shut up. That ain't Omar. <laughs> College football preview at 625. But on the other side, Roquan Smith didn't sound convinced that the Lions offense is as advertised. But did he feel this is a measuring stick for Mike McDonald's defense? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. So, Jeremy, so yesterday Roquan Smith was asked whether or not the Detroit Lions offense was a measuring stick for the Baltimore Ravens defense. He says, they're playing good ball, but hey, I'm show I'm from the show me business. So you got to show me. That's what Roquan Smith said. Detroit's playing well. Yeah. Show me, baby. I think they're playing better defensively than they are offensively, especially on the road when you look at some of their scores. Um, what was it, 20 in Tampa Bay this weekend, 21 in Kansas City, Yeah, which going back then, I don't think any of us fault them for that. I mean, it's a victory in Kansas City. Um, and in another game where they, they, you know, they scored another 20 points on the road. So they haven't been as efficient on the road as they have been at home. 
Uh, that being said, I, I go back to this. I think David Montgomery is an integral part of what they do offensively. You, know, you had Jamal Williams as that kind of um, – he was that battering ram that they used last year, and then he leaves and goes to New Orleans, so now Montgomery replaces him. Now you're not going to have that against this Ravens defense, and I think finesse against this defense is going to be tough for them. And is this a, a, a test, a measuring stick <laughs> for the Baltimore Ravens defense? Huge test, yes, absolutely. Um, if you if just you look at their schedule, this is uh, so far it's the best opponent they've played. <clears throat> um, people would say what they want; they're still for real. I'm um, talking about the Lions. They're going to run away with that division. <laughs> they've had a really good season. They were good offensively last year, but now the defense is really good. Um, I just don't think people are paying attention to that because they're so used to talking about Goff and now um, Amara St. Brown. You know, and all these guys that are emerging, I just don't think they realize. Ooh, <laughs> they're just—they're not giving up a whole lot of points either. Um, so if you just look at what they—you know—they're doing, uh, it's a tough. I mean, it's the best rushing defense in the league. Yeah, sixty-four yards a game, sixty-four point seven. Um, that's pretty impressive. You know, eighteen points, eighteen point eight a game to give it up. It's you gotta. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a tough game. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Jeremy, what scares you the most about the Detroit Lions? Their defense. It's not a, like For me, it's not even close. Um, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown is a is a great player and a guy that, you, if you put him in the right positions, can really do some damage. I feel like coming in Sunday, he's going to have one of those games where he has like eight or nine catches for like 75 yards. That they're just making him work, work, work over and over again. But... um. Yeah, I like I look at this Lions team, and I, I you see what Aiden Hutchinson's done on the other side of the ball and getting after the pass rusher. Their linebackers have been good, secondary. I just think that that's a fast defense, uh, but they are on the second leg of a uh, road trip. Ravens coming back home after three road games, and last week was the first week that a team had a, a lead in the in the second half that came home from London in Jacksonville when they uh, when they beat the Colts. So it's. Kind of weird to see that teams come home from London have struggled. Both teams won last week. Buffalo got a little help from the You said last week, the first week, what happened? <laughs> the teams from London have uh, had the, the lead in the second half if they've avoided the bye. So if you don't take the bye. Oh, okay, in the second half. You yeah. say the lead. Okay, so they're nine and five when they don't take the bye. No, but I'm saying a lead in the second half. Uh, that's what yeah. you didn't say second half at first. 410-583-1057 is the number. What scares you the most, Ed, about the Detroit Lions? Well, I guess it would be the same thing. I think that pass rush scares me. I just, you know, I worry because uh, Hutchinson's having, he, he's a good player. I mean, he's, he's one of those, you know, top draft picks that's lived up to uh, expectations. Um, the defense is just much better than people think. Because if the Ravens can't run, and they couldn't, they didn't run all that well last week, now you face the best rushing defense in the league, they become kind of one dimensional. And that dimension is, you know, it's not fantastic. Mm hmm. I, I really feel like they're going to make Detroit one-dimensional this weekend with uh, their ability to shut down the run and no David Well, that Montgomery's a big difference. Yeah. I, I hear you guys about the Detroit defense, and I don't, I don't <clears throat> disagree with you on it, but you know, Jared Goff's completing almost 70% of his passes, 11 touchdowns, only three interceptions, a passing rating of 105. That guy scares me. When you have uh, uh, St. Brown rush rolling around, uh, uh, Josh Reynolds rolling around, uh, the tight end uh, Laporta rolling around, that offense does scare me. It does. They have the ability to be quick strike. They have the ability to put up some points. And uh, the, de the defense is on point. 
But that offense does scare me. Let's go out to Rice's down and get Kai. What's up, Kai? Hey, good morning, fellas. Jeremy, Rob, hey. What's up, man? Good morning, fellas. Look, man. Hey, hey look, uh, everything you said, Rob, and I would add on that Jared Goff, he don't want to get sacked. He'll throw the ball away, and he loved to dump it down. And I think no, no doubt. Oh, linebackers. Oh, only 10 sacks in three, six games this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. And, uh, and you know what? Offensively, I think it's going to come down to Lamar. Lamar's going to have to run. He's going to have to run and, and move the chains and keep the chains rolling. And uh, also, I want to see Zay Flowers downfield. We had to take some chances on first down. I, I love the I love the dink and dunk and, and the crossing patterns and everything. But I want to see Zay Flowers downfield. He's only and averaging ten and a half yards of reception, man. And what took him to week what six to get his first touchdown? Six. Yes. Yeah, it's, I'm with you, yep. man. Yep. They're using him like almost I, I'm, I'm, a glorified running back coming out of the backfield. I'm going I'm to I'm give a prediction right now. I'm going to say 27 to 24 Ravens. Zay Flowers get his second touchdown. And Clowney get his, you know, go crazy again. And he, you know, put that pressure. Remember that Remember that pressure word, y'all. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all got on me. And Jeremy, you co-signed. You co-signed Rob about that pressure when I called about pressure. You said, what's pressure, man? Pressure. Pressure. What's pressure? But anyway, you guys have a good day, man. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Billy Joel song. He's under pressure. How many times did he say David it, David Bowie. Yeah. He said pressure 12 <laughs> times in six seconds. See, this is what happened. See, they'll say 12 things, and the one thing they write about, they keep reminding us about. Kind of like Rain Man. But they never tell us what the things they were wrong about. They remember what we were wrong about. Mm-hmm. Kyle, Kyle probably, you know, is what, batting one for 20? Yeah. Sometimes they remember things we weren't wrong about. It was somebody else on the station, and then they tell you you said it. You said it, yeah. Or somebody else on the show, yeah. you individually said, no, I didn't say that. David in Baltimore City. What's up, David? Hey, good morning, good morning. I want to talk about the Ravens real fast. How sometimes when y'all talk about the Ravens, like when they play Cleveland, when Cleveland had, I guess at that time, one of the top defenses, and the Ravens beat them. Same thing when Cincinnati, they were playing Cincinnati. Y'all, uh, y'all, y'all was talking about uh, Cincinnati was coming off that loss, and down there, y'all didn't know it was Baltimore was going to be Cincinnati. Baltimore beat Cincinnati. Now, fast forward to Detroit. Now here we go again, talking about Detroit. Got a good defense, okay. But my thing is, I, I'm ready for. I think the Ravens can beat Detroit. Uh, they don't scare me as much as, uh, like I said, like Cincinnati and I'm like that. But hey, hey, can, I, can I stop I, you for a second, David? Who predicted Cincinnati and Cleveland to beat Baltimore? I predicted well, Cincinnati was, to beat Baltimore. Y'all, 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 was, y'all no, 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 we also predicted for them to be clean. We're telling you what our predictions were. It's actually written down here. You didn't, you didn't hear. You you said y'all when one person made the prediction. So who made I, I know I remember hearing all y'all. No, you, no don't, you, you don't. You don't, remember, you don't that. remember that. You don't remember that, man. We, we, we keep our score sheets. What are you talking about? You don't remember that. And by the way, I picked them to beat Cleveland. Um, I, I've talked about this before. We, we, we all talked about this because – the, the quarterback change, we were all, like, you were the, Rob, you were the only one that had Cleveland beating them, I believe, and then Deshaun Watson got ruled out, and right. you switched. Yes. Okay? Right. 
I was the only one that took Cincinnati against them because I thought they were going to bounce back after a bad game. Yep. But by the way, did you did you predict the, the Steelers to beat them? <laughs> did you predict the Colts to beat them? Like, what what is it with people? Like, we're going to tell you what we think happens. I'm not going to come on every single week and tell you I think the Ravens win. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want, to me, that's boring. And by the way, I don't think we've given out our predictions for this week yet. No. So and then, by the way, two of us, what we have, we've talked about, two of us are taking the Ravens that I know of unless something mm-hmm. changes. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that. I I don't, I don't, it's almost like Kyle was the perfect setup. (laughs) You literally just said, somebody (laughs) said, yeah, (laughs) Kyle was the perfect setup. I heard all y'all. No, factually incorrect. Joe said it. Didn't happen. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Seven o'clock, we're giving out shovels, but on the other side, some big college football matchups this Saturday. I can't wait for tomorrow. We're talking college football up next on The Fan. 6.46 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on The Fan. There's some very intriguing matchups uh, in college football this weekend, but we'll go with the ones, the ranked opponents, playing ranked opponents. Let's start off with a 12 o'clock game. Number seven, Penn State at Ohio State. And for some reason, man, and I hope I'm wrong, I feel like Penn State's a little fraudulent. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I feel like Ohio State's a little fraudulent. I I really do. I I, I don't know. I see it differently. Do you want to break the tie? Yeah, I like Ohio State. I, like, I, I don't know if Penn State's fraudulent. I just don't know that they're... I think they're top 10 fraudulent. I mean, they're, they're, good, they're a good football team. I don't think they're top 10 football team in the country. Uh, they, I think more than likely they miss out on the playoff. Um I think they lose this weekend at Ohio State. It's a tough spot to play. Mm-hmm. Much more difficult in a night game. Um, but I like Ohio State a lot this week. Now, they're only four and a half point favors, mm-hmm. which is odd. That's because they've been playing well. And Ohio State, to Ed's point, has, I mean, they've got one blowout win in, what was that, Western Kentucky or another smaller school that they played that they just kind of handled in the second half. It wasn't even a good first half. They blew out Purdue. Yeah, but even then, that's not saying much. That was recent, too, right? What was the last they, week? They pulled away in the second half, or was that? Uh, Maryland, they pulled away in the second half. That's Okay, Maryland, they pulled away in the fourth quarter. Right. So they've they've let teams hang around for the most part. Um, they do have a signature win at Notre Dame. Um, that stands out a little bit more to me. But again, maybe some people are saying, I don't know what Notre Dame is. Notre Dame kind of proved who they were last week, though. Yeah, but USC doesn't have a defense. Again, this is why Styles make fights. Well, and, that's... That's what you're dealing with in the country. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, when you start to nitpick like I am and say, oh, they have a signature win at Notre Dame, and then we look, well, Notre Dame just beat USC, and then they also went on the road and beat this team. And that, you start looking at it, it's it's not the same when you start uh, actually looking at the teams and, okay, how good's their defense? How good's their offense? How are they going to match up in a playoff game if they have to face an SEC team? Is the Pac-12 way better than we thought? You know, like all these things, are, are, are they not as good? You know, there's some people think Pac-12 is the best conference in the country this year. I don't, but. No, I don't either. I think if you line those teams up and play them against a, another conference's best team, just, just, take, the, take the top five teams from the Pac-12 and play the top five teams against, give me a conference. You know Big the con- Ten? You know the conference. Just pick the one. SEC? Like, everybody every year is trying to get cute by picking a conference that's yeah. better than the SEC. And then you or might Big get. Ten. You might get right one year, but come on, We're playing games. Tennessee, Alabama. How you feel about that one, Jeremy? I like Alabama here. Um, I like the way Milrow's been playing as of late. Um, it feels like their their quarterback, Milrow. Milrow. Okay. Yeah, um, I, and as long as he stays healthy, because when they were when they had the 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 moving quarterbacks and they were just sitting here, oh, he's got an ankle injury. All right, we didn't like the way he played. We're going to this guy. 
I think they need some stability there. But he does not look six two. He's only a sophomore, so he's got time to grow into it. How do you feel about this one, Ed? Tennessee, Alabama. Tennessee. You got Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm going Alabama on this one, too. Um, what's the spread on this game? It's like nine and a half, I think. Yeah, it is. Nine and a half, Alabama. I'm going, I'm going Alabama on this one. This is the one we've been waiting for. 7.30 game, prime time. Ed, number 16, Duke. Travels to Tallahassee to take on Florida State. Yeah, well, you know where I'm going. It's going to be a good game. Is it? Florida State's a 14 and a half point you think Duke's going to win? No. Oh, you should, that's where I thought you were going. No. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you know, they're a ranked team. I just have a hard time believing Duke is that much of a football power. I disagree with you, Ed. It's not going to be a good game. It's going to be a Total dud. blowout? It's going to be a dud. <laughs> yeah, depending hey, on the ABC, health. ABC is going to be disappointed by the third quarter. Depending on the health of Riley so. Leonard, too, uh, the quarterback of Duke, who I think they rested him up last week to make sure he was ready for this. But even then, how close to 100% is he? This FSU team, the the only issue I've had with FSU is I felt like when they've gone on the road, they've had some some games where you're going, yeah, they figured out in the second half and they end up pulling away. I mean, they've had some weird games. The Clemson game, I thought they should have lost, but okay, they win. Uh, you had the other week, what was it, Boston College? Yeah. That was a strange game. That was game. a very a struggle. Yeah. It was a real struggle. But they find ways to win, and yeah. I, I keep saying this. To me, Florida State's a team that's going to run roughshod through the ACC and should be in the playoff. Yeah, I think so. And then then I'm looking forward to seeing some of their matchups with top-tier teams. You know why they're better in the second half? Look at the games. Jordan Travis gets better as the game goes on. He's like a he's a quarterback, but like the running back that keeps getting carries, keeps mm-hmm. getting touches. Next thing you know, he's going to break one. That's Jordan Travis. I like he, him a lot. I like him a lot too. But he's better late third quarter, fourth quarter than he is in the first quarter. And he's constantly pounds you. Uh, the kid Benson, the running back, is a stud. Uh, Trey Benson, the junior, he's another guy averaging seven yards a carry, six touchdowns. I think he wears you down as well. Uh, I just think they're a better football team all the way around. I don't think Duke's ready for this. I don't. And another game, late game, uh, starting at 8 o'clock, number 14, Utah, Jeremy, against 18, USC. Yeah, and USC after <laughs> – Caleb Williams has been in the news all week is he apparently wants uh, a portion of ownership, whatever team drafts him, which I'm sure is something we'll talk about down the line. You know uh, what that's about. Yeah. I mean, he Trying just to scare off the Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals. Some people think he doesn't want to go to the Cardinals and – Tennessee. Was it Chicago or Car- there was another team that they think he doesn't? It ain't gonna be Carolina. Well, Carolina doesn't have the number one. I mean, their they, pick they goes. They already got a number one quarterback. Well, their their pick goes to the Bears anyway. Yeah. So I mean, the Bears potentially could get Caleb Williams. And, what in the world is going uh, on here? And um, <laughs> our guy Alvin Marvin Kamara. Harrison Jr. Alvin Kamara, what what is he doing? What is that? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. He's covering was, his hair. It's Jackie Onassis' interpretation. It's but, an impersonation. I mean, Utah's a solid team, but when you look at USC, too, like their defense scares the hell out of me that I don't know that they're going to consistently get stops. You know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. I mean, Caleb's dangerous, but you – Bet the over. Over under 53. Bet the over. That's what it feels like. Utah does slow the game down. They're going to run quite a bit. And then they haven't – Utah hasn't told us when Cam Rising's coming back. So – I don't know what's going on there. That was their starting quarterback from last year. Yeah. Got hurt. And we haven't seen him yet. So I got to Utah this one. I like Utah to keep it close. So you, you take it, Utah just for the spread, not for the money yeah. line. I still think USC line. wins at home after a bad loss. So money line would be USC. Spread mm-hmm. would be Utah. Utah. Yeah. Right. And then, by the way, just 
I know we're we're looking at the the top twenty five matchups. There are some other really good games uh, this weekend, um, just for viewing pleasure. You know, like I, I think Ole Miss and Auburn could be fun. Um, wouldn't be surprised if we saw an upset there. I think some of these Big Ten matchups are interesting. Um, there's a lot of like close spreads this weekend and a lot of conference games as well. And I know most people are going to be focused in on those games that you mentioned, but mm-hmm. I still think like Arkansas, Mississippi State could be fun. Um, Pitt and Wake be another game that I think is interesting this weekend. So there there are some that fly under the radar. And then we have the battle of the military schools as yeah. Navy takes on Air Force. All right, so Air Force is 22nd in the country. Mm-hmm. So with, with Penn State, Ohio State, if you had to bet something on that, spread, money line, or over-under? Over-under is 45 and a half. Ohio State's one of my favorite plays this weekend. So I like Ohio State. Coming to five and a half? Mm-hmm. All right, so Duke. Florida State. If you had to bet one of those things, what would it be? Florida State. I think the handle. But you bet money line or the spread. I, I'm, spread. Look, I'll, I'll tell you if it's the money line. For me, it's always the spread. But like, you know, and I. Look, I didn't Rob, know whether you were going over or under. Rob, Rob, let's talk over here because you know, like, <laughs> oh, uh, you got Lou Holtz over here. Is like, oh, watch out for Duke because they got this good team and they're gonna come out here and they're gonna fire it up. And he's over here. He's like, it's gonna be. Look, it's gonna be a good game. Uh, FSU's probably only gonna win by. Three touchdowns. Maybe not two, but three. You know, it's like. What I do to you? <laughs> it is funny, though. Like, I think it's going to be. A good, they're going to kick their ass. Well, you know how it is when it's your team. I know. I know. I know. Just give you know, I think they're going to kick their ass, too. But it's like, you know. They have been. Uh, it feels like FSU's played early a lot this year. Seems like a lot of noon games. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's up with that? I, I mean, I just, some of it's just scheduling, but. um. Yeah, and again, uh, you also got uh, West Virginia, Oklahoma State in the Big 12, which should be good. So you Miami, like Clemson's another good one. Tennessee, Alabama, eight and a half. Spread or over under? Uh, I'd take Bama in that game, spread. 410-583-1057, that's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show. On the fan, talking Ravens, Lions, over unders at 715, but on the other side, Ed Norris, got a shovel for us? Yeah, I do. It's uh, <laughs> it's going to go to someone who did something pretty outrageous in a place you're probably going to just shake your head, yeah. Really? Yeah, you know where. Yo. If you have a shovel, give you us know. a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter, at BBMS1057 The Fan. Shovel's next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 